What if there was a no bullshit approach to investing during a recession or downturn? Well, in this video, I'm gonna share with you some of the thoughts that some people are having online and uh, I'm gonna share with you my commentary of how we can actually go past the next six to 12 months, not only not fall back, but also build our positions so we can always look back and say, yeah, I bought at the right time. So if you're interested in what my thoughts are, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency, and financial freedom. Now in a second here, I'm gonna share with you someone who's smart and uh, you know creates some threads on Twitter. And I wanted to break down exactly what they're saying and how we can utilize some of the learnings to actually apply in our lives today. And I think it's gonna help us a lot during this next downturn. Now I know on this channel, I don't really talk about stocks, but in this video, I'm gonna refer to stocks a little bit, but I want you to take away the principle behind what we're doing. It's not just about, oh, if you're investing in ETFs, shares, property, crypto, whatever. It's more about the principles behind that mindset. And you would have seen the thumbnail, you've probably understood. It's like, hey, you know, I always know to buy when no one else wants to buy. Believe me, it's a lot easier when you're looking at it objectively, but when you're in it, it feels like shit. So I encourage you guys, the S&P 500 is down about 4% this month. The Nasdaq is down 6% this month. A recession could come soon. Here's a no bullshit guide to getting rich from the upcoming recession. So he says, when it comes to getting rich in a bear market, we can control three things. Doing what others won't, capital to invest, and patience. How can we capitalize on each of these to become rich? Well, he's about to break it down. But I'm gonna share with you my thoughts so far. Doing what others won't. Now this definitely works because I look back at my own experience and say, well, I was in a grad position straight out of uni, making money and it was a great position to be in. I already knew that it just didn't sit right with me. I wasn't doing what everyone else was doing. I wasn't thinking the same way they were. And in some cases, given that it was a sales and marketing role, I did exceed in some areas, but in many others where most people were finding it quite easy, I didn't do so well. While I didn't do so well on the things that I didn't think were as important, where I did really excel meant that I was in line for a promotion and make some more money. And that is when I realized that it's probably not the right way to go about this because I'm not in love with what I'm doing. And that is very rare to actually experience or be self-aware enough about to make a difference in your early 20s. So I was fortunate I got out of it. But now going down the path of running your own business, it's very lonely. There's not many people that do it. Because it's the road less traveled, there's complexities with that, which increases the level of risk there's involved, but the return is substantially higher. And this is similar to when I started investing into real estate, I always got told invest in capital cities, that is it. Don't worry about regional areas, do not worry about what's outside of Sydney, just invest in Sydney. Now yes, Sydney's been great and it's performed really well, but I wanted diversification. I also knew that at the price point I wanted, I wasn't going to be able to get what I wanted in terms of an asset, being a house. I could only afford a unit and I definitely didn't want a unit in Sydney. So what I'm saying is if you're just going to follow the herd and do what everyone else does when everyone else does it, chances are you'll get average results. And if 2023 is not an example of what average results look like, it is literally the death of the middle class. Definitely go check out this video. I share so much more context around why we are disappearing in Australia, the middle class, and that's why we need to go out there and make financial freedom an actual priority. The other two things that he mentions is capital to invest. You need to be in a position where you are reserving capital in case there is an emergency or there's an absolute amazing buying time. And I think the second is more about trying to time the market, which I'm not really a fan of when it comes to say property, but I think when you can understand cycles, there is always a good market to be investing in. Where the market's going up, where the interest rates are going down, there are always undervalued markets. That's why it takes a lot more research than people put it out to be going, hey, I can buy property, it's pretty easy. But to get the results consistently over a long period of time, that is quite difficult. And last but not least is patience. Patience is very key to this entire journey. If you think financial freedom is something that I can get over and done with in six months, you're gonna be wrong. Because it, despite you going out there and smashing it for the next six 
six months, you might have great revenue streams, but it doesn't really mean FU money or financial freedom. What you need to do is in those six months, yes, work hard. Yes, diversify your income, do what you need to invest and get educated. But ultimately it's those six months worth of work that will then compound into 10, 15, 20 years worth of returns. And that is financial freedom. So he goes, doing what others won't. The famous quote by Warren Buffett sums this up perfectly. Be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. In 21, there was a lot of greed. In 22, there was a lot of fear. Now we have fear. And we can see it across many markets that some people are still thinking that we're gonna have a collapse. Some people think we're heading higher. But ultimately, if you look at retail sales and you look at retail data in Australia, you're seeing that a lot of people are scared. They're pulling back, they're not spending money. And you don't see that when things are all rosy. Look back at 2021 and 2022 just felt like you were richer, right? Now, of course, inflation really effed us over. But the main thing is that we're not spending the same way. We don't have the same psychology around money right now as we did when times were good. When times get tough, people will go and do the opposite, which is I'm going to go defensive. I don't want to do anything where in fact, the opposite could play out true and could yield you better results. When everyone is running from markets, see that as an opportunity. The S&P 500 is 10% off. The NASDAQ is 15% off. When others are fearful, it is time to be greedy. Buying more shares at a discount means that when the market flips, your money grows even faster. And that is true. However, you need to be educated in that space to know what you're doing. Now for me, I don't play in stocks because I don't understand it. I don't understand how these companies get valuations to the point they do. And then they can just go and buy back their own stocks. Like it seems like a bit of a Ponzi to me. But then again, everyone thinks Australian real estate's a Ponzi, but it's built on the fundamentals of shelter. And that to me makes a lot more sense. That is why I deep dived into that years and years ago. And is why I run one of the fastest growing buyers agencies in Australia. So if you want to know exactly how we help clients go and buy property in undervalued markets when it's the right part of the growth cycle, then definitely go check out this video. After that video, you can book in a call as well for free. The other common term that you'll find, it's very synonymous in share markets as well as crypto, which is buy the dip. You know, every time it goes down, just buy a little bit more. But what happens if the dip keeps dipping? And that is why you need to understand what you're investing into. If you invest in the wrong market structures as well, you'll find yourself in a position where you're trying to catch a falling knife. The price just keeps going lower and you just keep running out of money. Instead, you analyze the market, you outsource it to who you need if you need that help and then be able to go out and invest at the right time and then DCA after that. The next thing is you need capital to invest. When there is a sale in the market, you need money to buy it. It does no good to watch the markets fall by 30% or more and you cannot buy the sale. Continue to make money, keep investing, hold some cash and be greedy when others are fearful. This seems like common sense, but at the moment with so many people spending money that they don't actually have, the of people that went to Europe, it just blew my mind, but they may have been saving for a couple of years, which is awesome. But if there's an opportunity that's coming around the corner, I know that I would want to save a little bit more. Now, I don't know what everyone's individual positions are. The main point I'm trying to make here is that if you have an emergency fund and then you have a fund that's reserved, when the market does kick itself down the track, then you will position yourself so much better than most people will. Now, real estate is very different to when you look at stock markets and crypto. Stock markets and crypto move very quickly. There could be a piece of news that comes today, the price drops straight away. But if you look at real estate, in order to transact a house, it takes like two months or three months. And that is why that market is so slow when it turns. And the thing is, even if you have bad news now, by the time you actually go ahead and see it really cascade into the markets, it's about six to eight months. By then, we're probably already recovering. Look at Sydney and Melbourne prices and where they were down seven or 8%. And now they've started to rebound as of this year. The good news became bad news. The bad news became good news. It's a warped world. He goes on to say that use this time Time to focus on cash flow. Don't sleep on an extra $500 per month in income. $500 invested in a recession buys you more than $500 invested in a bull market. Your money buys you more in bear markets. Owning more shares equals more 
general growth on the recovery. Super important knowing that you've got cash flow and that could be in the form of your return from investments or it could be that you're taking up a second job, you're earning just a little bit more. Don't get complacent in the current job you're in. Maybe you need to go find something that puts you out of your comfort zone. Most people aren't gonna do it, right? If you can go out there, go to a different company, make an extra 10 or $20,000 a year, that's gonna increase your borrowing capacity. Maybe you buy another property or you can get the equity, renovate your house, get the increase in equity that way and increase the cash flow and investment properties if you're involved in investing in real estate. Patience, the hardest of them all. Some food for thought about bear markets. The average bear market has lasted roughly 1.25 years and brings about a loss of minus 31%. The average bull market has lasted roughly 4.25 years and brings a gain of 175%. And he's got this graph here just to illustrate bear markets and bull markets. What you can see is in the blue, you've got those bear markets. And then in the yellow, you've got the bull markets. And you can clearly see why it's more rewarding to be in markets or invested into markets, buying up assets rather than being a negative Nancy city on the sidelines going, oh, the world's gonna go to shit every single day. You need to be moving forward because if you're staying in the same position, you're probably moving backwards. You're definitely moving backwards. And I'm not saying you go out there and just say, yep, I'm gonna put all my money into the markets, whether that's real estate, crypto, or stocks. I think it's more about an analytical approach and knowing who to listen to and why. You need to have a plan. You need to have a strategy. I keep saying this in videos because it's important and it's repetitive because maybe it's the third time you need to hear it before you actually implement it. No one knows how long the bear market it will last, could be 12 months, could be 18 months, could be 24 months. We can't control the time, but we can control our decisions and our patience. You become wealthy in your mindset way before you become wealthy in your account. When you focus on what you can control is where you will be successful. A bear market is not fun, but a bear market can bring huge opportunities to become rich. Are you going to sit back and watch what happens or are you going to get in on the action? This is the sole reason I was like, I need to make a video about this and share this to people. You need to go follow him as well because I think he really nails it here. Is it fun to see your portfolio drop? No. But if you're in the right mindset, you're thinking, okay, if the markets have dropped and fundamentally I can see where the value plays are, then I can position myself, purchase the same things that are now undervalued, whereas in the bull market, they were extremely overvalued. It also then becomes a really good learning curve for you to then prepare for the next bull market where things do get a little fluffy, people are FOMOing in, that's probably when it's time to actually start selling. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. The main takeaway is yes, it can be shit when you're going through difficult times and the bear market is continuing. But the main thing is stays true to your plan, make a plan and then actually execute on that while you have that emergency fund to give you peace of mind. If you have enjoyed this video, smash that like button, share it with someone else that may be feeling down but doesn't realize there's a huge opportunity and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.